Welcome to the Live in Everett podcast, where we explore good things in Everett, Washington. My name is Garrett Hunt. And I'm Tyler Chisholm. And I'm producer Henry J. Thanks for joining us on episode number 71, which is brought to you by Milltown Credit Union. Check out their Super Youth Savings Account, which offers 5% over the current dividend rate on the first $750. And through August, kids can become a member for $25. Learn more at MilltownCU.org or visit them at 3201 Broadway. So on today's show, uh, we're going to talk about some events coming up this week. We're going to be talking about our lives in Everett, and hopefully, if all goes well, we'll have a brief interview with Brad Haney, uh, manager of Silver Cup Cafe and also keyboardist in the band Tellers. So let's take a look at some events happening around Everett from the Weekly Goodness, a weekly email newsletter we send out every single Monday. Uh, So Tyler, why don't you kick us off? What's your uh, event selection of the week? Totally. So mine actually didn't go out in the Weekly Goodness this week, but uh, an event that I'm excited about. It's on the calendar, right? Yeah, it's on our events calendar on our website, and I'm excited for it. It's Yogamosa at Blue Water Distilling on Saturday uh, from 10 to noon. I feel like Yogamosa is like just a culmination of really great things. Uh, Carly Hayden teaches yoga there and, uh, she's just like the sweetest, uh, most collaborative person in all of Everett. And, um, it's at blue water, which is a beautiful space. And, uh, you get a light brunch and a cocktail afterwards. And then, you know, it's just good to do yoga on Saturday morning. So it's like 28 bucks. Um, and, but that includes a cocktail and a small brunch and a yoga class. So I think it's a pretty good value. Nice. Yeah, that, that was a good time when we did that a couple of years back. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, man, Blue Waters cocktails are always so good. Totally. And it was a really good workout. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. How about you, Henry? What are you looking forward to this week? Mine is uh, the Everdaka Sox because they're going to the playoffs. So uh, that's in the weekly goodness this week. And I totally didn't bring that up on my computer. So I'm going to do that right now. We can either put this in, we can leave this in, or we can cut it out. But um, I'm very excited. Uh, I think there's a cup. There's at least a couple of Sox games this week, I think. There are. The playoffs start on the 5th so of September. So we got, I think, two more homestands. So this is the second to last one. Monday, I believe it's uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I want to say. They're coming to town, or they'll be in town. So uh, yeah, it is Wednesday. Wednesday at 7 to 5 p.m. is the one that I picked because it's a silver slugger night. So you can take uh, anybody over 55, and they get a uh, upper box ticket for 18 bucks. So you can take your mama or your papa to the baseball game and have a good time. So really quick about the Aqua Sox, quick anecdote here. I went uh, when Robinson Cano was uh, playing first base for us for a couple games. I was games. wondering who went to that game. Yeah. I figured it I went was to Richard. it on a whim, man. I just kind of decided to go and I like rode my bike down there and then it was like $9 to get in and I was able to like stand right um, basically right off the first baseline against the fence and watch the game from just because uh, the general admission ticket was only nine dollars to get in, and um, and then it was Thursday, so beers and hot dogs were two dollars and fifty cents. Oh wow! Yeah, so it was like for I, I got a beer and then admission to the game, and it was like I don't know, less than twelve bucks, and an amazing viewpoint of the game. It's just man, Aquasox games are like one of Everett's best kept secrets I feel like for sure for sure I always say that I'm gonna go and I only go to like one a year and then I feel really (laughs) bad because I'm like it's it's so cheap and it's right here and I've seen you know like you can see 
big name players on rehab assignments or i saw like mike zunino play before he was yeah, called yeah. up felix hernandez before he was called up so you get to see the future sometimes and right here right here in our backyard and baseball games are fun i mean they're like three hours long but they're like pretty entertaining and chill and it's a good way to like hang out with friends and all that stuff yeah and ken griffey jr hit his first home run there oh yeah that's right that was before i was born yeah back in the day (laughs) what about you garrett i'm looking forward to uh saturday music at the marina um i'm not actually familiar with the band per se this saturday it's a massey ferguson plane uh which apparently they're a country tinged brand of rock and roll yeah they're Uh, like alt country kind of that's what i wrote yeah yeah (laughs) And, uh, you know, I always think those concerts are just a ton of fun. They're free. They're right on the waterfront by the marina there next to Lombardi's. And um, I, might, I might try and go this, this Saturday. You know, now that we got a little one, uh, my wife goes to bed quite early. Uh, so we probably won't, won't make it to the, the Thursday one because they also do the concerts Thursdays. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that this uh, Saturday. Should be, should be cool. Very cool. And that's what we picked out this week. Uh, for more details and to get the weekly goodness sent to your inbox every Monday, just go to liveinevert.com slash subscribe. All right, everybody. So what is happening in your life in Everett this week? Um, on this week's life in Everett, we'll be discussing uh, why we love summers in Everett which summer's coming to an end, and I'm like really bummed out about it. I know uh, we were just talking about Pete and Pete, but every time summer starts to end, I think about that episode of Pete and Pete. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, When yeah. they're out beating up the ocean um, to try to make summer last longer, and I wish we could do that, because I freaking love Everett Summers. What do you guys, what do you love about Everett Summers, Henry? Oh, me? You're going to start with me? Um <laughs> I just love that there's always something happening every weekend, whether it's a show or, you know, just even like going to the bar and hanging out. There's always people out and about. And, you know, on a Friday night, Saturday night, you just walk around downtown, see a bunch of people that, you know, and go have a brew or go to a show or just whatever. There's always something fun and just and the smell of the salt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The salt, the windy saltness that happens uh, every yeah. once in a while. That's just something special and magical. And I think a lot of people take it for granted. Mm-hmm. Just like just the smell of the ocean in the summer. Yeah, I, I like just, you know, the, the warmer weather, just being outside more. Like it's, I always think it's crazy that I only live a few blocks outside of downtown Everett, but I'll just walk out on my back patio, you know, my bare feet, sipping some coffee, warm summer day. And it is so quiet a a lot of the time. I mean, not always, but a lot of the time, all I can hear are like birds chirping or, you know, I can hear like trains passing in the distance or just some of those fun sounds that you hear in Everett that are so different than where I grew up, you know, just 20 minutes north. And, uh, and then it stays light out so long is amazing too, for all those fun events that are going on. And, all the fun stuff there is to do. It's a, uh, it's a magical season. Nice. <laughs> Especially since toggles has roll up windows now. Yeah, totally. I do love all the outdoor dining. That's one thing yeah. that I didn't put on my list, but I'm going to add that on my list. Okay. Here's what I got. Uh, short shorts. Uh, <laughs> I like being able to wear short shorts, um, and be comfortable in them. Um, I love wearing Birkenstocks. So I love summer for, for that too. Um, Outdoor dining, definitely. Like, um, where's your favorite spot? Ooh, that is a great question. Probably the Soul Food Patio. Yeah, for 
breakfast or brunch. And then in the evenings, probably like Lombardi's or Moon Tree Asian Tapas or Anthony's or anything down there at the waterfront, Scuttlebutt, something like that. But also what's really cool is like At Large has that really cool patio in the summertime, mm-hmm. At Large Brewing. and um, Yeah, I always kind of forget about At Large, but I went there, was it last month? And I'm like, man, I need to quit forgetting about this place. That's it's, how I feel about it too. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, but I would say like my favorite thing about summer is just, Everett's best kept secret, which is like the water that we have here and being out on the water. I've been out uh, on my dad's boat a couple times this summer and then over to Jetty Island. And I just feel like, man, it's like so beautiful. It's like you're out there um, on a summer day out on a boat and everyone's kiteboarding at Jetty and everybody's out sailing. And um, you look back at the city and you're like, man, how does anybody ever say that everybody's ghetto you know it's like it's so freaking amazing being out and on the rivers too i just feel like we're really blessed um being surrounded by water and all of that so yeah yeah absolutely yeah i always feel like i've been transported whenever i go out to jetty island for sure it's just crazy how nice it is out there on a warm summer day you know what silver lake too so we did that stand-up paddleboard Mm -hmm. thing or i did that stand-up paddleboard thing you guys weren't there but yeah, it's like 20 bucks to rent that paddleboard and paddle around um, the lake. And I never realized how cool that beach is at Silver Lake. And it's like all these things in Everett that I feel like I've lived here for a long time. And I'm always discovering like new special wonders, you know? We should do an article specifically about like the different bodies of water in Everett. Because I know there's some other like random little lakes. And I know you can take like a jet ski or you know, a, a boat or whatever, like up the slough and um, up the river. Yeah. You can go yeah. all the way into Snohomish. Yeah. I've never done that before, but it sounds super cool. Like I know my father-in-law, um, he used to go out there all the time on his jet ski to shoot nature photos of like all the birds and everything out there. And my, um, my dad keeps his boat at Dagmar's, which for anyone who doesn't know what Dagmar's is, it's like when you drive by Everett on the freeway and you see all those boats, that's Dagmar's. And just, but how do you get there though? I know it's crazy how you get there. You have to go across the flats and then head over like you're going to, uh, to Langus to Langus. Yeah. 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 It's out there. But the trip from Dagmar's to just getting out into the sound is like so cool. Like going by all like this, uh, old industrial, uh, places going underneath the drawbridges is really cool. Um, sometimes the train bridge will be closed and you have to wait for them to open it. But then watching trains go by from down on the water, it's just really freaking cool. Yeah. There's, there's so much fun stuff happening out on the water. Like I went to the farmer's market uh, the other day and there was just like this huge barge that was like moving something. I don't know what was in it, but it's just like, Oh wow, there goes whole, whole bunch of something. Just all the activity and there's been tons of sailboats out and yeah, it's just so much fun to, see everything going on out there it's a whole other world so uh anyhow uh we'd love to hear from you guys what do you guys enjoy about summers in everett leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731 or you can shoot us an email to podcast at liveineverett.com shop and make a difference as citrine health a nonprofit social enterprise fair trade items as citrine market and bras plenty at the bra shop including post mastectomy products certified fitters are available need a mammogram or health exam 
Call 425-259-9899 to see if you're eligible. Support your community at Citrine Health. Hey. Hey. How are you doing? Good. Good. Hey, is Brad here? He is. Ooh, I do. So where are, where are we? We're in like the foyer, the Key Bank building yeah. right now. Yeah, we are in the lobby of the Key Bank Tower. We are. Um, Hi, Brad. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm swell. Um, so my question for you today here on the Live and Ever podcast. Yes, sir. Is, you know, you are the, the manager of Silver Cup. I right? am indeed. So do you feel that Everett is over-caffeinated? You know, I've, I've actually given that quite a bit of thought. And I don't think so. But I do think that we have a lot of coffee shops. But I think that they're all different, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool. I do think that we need, I would like to see one or two more, but doing something different again. Like, you know, I don't want to see another narrative. Right. I love narrative. Narrative. I want narrative, narrative to do what narrative does. Right. And I'm glad that Silver Cup is here and we do what we do. And I'm glad the Loft is there and they do what they do. I would like to see two more places doing something a little bit different, Where whether that may be like a place that has a really good coffee program and is also a restaurant or a bar um, or a dessert place, but that does, like, good quality coffee. I would like to see something like that, and I think that there's room for it, honestly. Are there blueprints in Seattle that you've seen that you're like, man, I wish a shop like that would open up up in Everett? Um, You know, there's a chocolatier called Chocolati, I think, and they have... I don't know how great their coffee program is, honestly, but they do like they do have a coffee program with an espresso machine and that sort of stuff. And then they also do like chocolates and desserts and that sort of thing. Um, the one that I'm actually thinking about is Barn Light, and it's actually not in Seattle. It's in Eugene, Oregon, of all places. But it's like a bar, like a dive bar, with uh, food, and then they have like a legit coffee program with like a whole little bar set up for espresso and you can go in and just order espresso and leave or go in there and get like a latte or whatever but then there's a whole bar like a whole dive bar and it's rad so they're serving booze and coffee at the same yeah. time yeah. I would like to see a, a, a dive bar type establishment that only serves coffee that would be cool too because like a lot of coffee shops are so sterile and yes. you know like, yeah. like give me something that's kind of like the sound view but there's no booze in it okay I like that idea uh, like a a a dive it would, be a di- it would still be a dive bar it would be a dive coffee bar a dive coffee bar I like this concept <laughs> I think that would work well here in Everett why don't you open that up uh, I don't know hopefully there's some investors listening and <laughs> yeah that's right I need to learn how to make coffee that's, I can teach you alright there we go <laughs> so so getting back to to like the the blank and coffee yeah spot yeah do you feel that that's a, uh, a product of coffee bars not or like coffee places not being able to sustain so they have to kind of latch onto something else because I've always wanted to start a record store yeah. in, in downtown Everett yeah. I'm sure a lot of people have this dream too you know like I love bargain CDs yeah. but I want to buy new records and I don't yeah. want to drive to Seattle to buy them of course yeah. so having something like that here and yeah. I've talked to a couple of people about this and yeah. they've been like it, you, you won't be able to sustain it. It has to be like a record store and a bar or a record store and you have to sell coffee. Right. Um, do you think that that's kind of like a product too of those of those like, you know, places that do both or do a couple of things? Yeah, I mean, I think to some extent. I think 
there's always a part. It's like if you were just a coffee shop, for instance, you were just like, oh, I'm going to do this espresso. It's like, that's cool, but like people are going to want sandwiches or people are going to want pastries or people are going to want this or that. And it's like, I think you've got to kind of find the things that like build your business up a little bit and give people more options than just the one thing. Um, especially in places like Everett, we're not quite there yet. Like in, like for instance, in Portland, there's a place called Jory and all he does is pour overs and he's got like, it's like one short little counter and that's it. It's tiny. And like, that's great. But if you open that in Everett, I, I mean, it might work, but it's doubtful. I remember there was a place like that in Bellingham and I don't know if it's still there or not. It isn't there anymore. It was right by Boundary Bay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. It was a great cup of coffee, but yeah. I felt really weird going in there. Yeah. And I mean, it's a, it's cool. Like I appreciate the craft of that. I think for me, more than it being a like a, a necessary evil to make your business like a duo business or like a combined sort of thing I almost feel like maybe it's just people are more multifaceted than one thing like I love coffee but I don't just love coffee like music becomes a part of our coffee shop of every coffee shop and so combining like coffee and records like Porchlight does on Capitol Hill um, is I think it's a natural outflow of the way that things work. And I think in addition to it, it does give you a little bit more of an option to like grow your business or allow yourself to be part of something that's not just like, oh, I don't drink coffee, but I do like records, so I'll go or whatever. So I think doing like a hybrid business can in some ways bring new people into what you're doing um, almost naturally. And you get to meet different kinds of people that do different things. And I think that's really cool I think it's honestly a benefit in some ways so speaking of coffee what's exciting you locally right now in the coffee world is it something that you're drinking coffee right now is it something that that you're sipping on that you're offering here a silver cup or um you know honestly like I think I'm a really simple person and I do really simple things for my coffee uh for like my personal coffee use um and drinking habits um but I just love really solid like pour overs or drip coffee a Me lot. Too. Me too. And I um, I like that people are starting to take that maybe a little more seriously now. Um, because for a while it was like, oh there's drip coffee. And then there's espresso drinks with all these things. Mm-hmm. And like here at Silver Cup we offer a, like kind of a rotating like we ro- we offer like a rotating selection of single origin coffees on filter coffee or drip coffee. And batch brew is, like, what you normally get at, like, a coffee shop. Like, that would just be the regular coffee. And I think um, I think that's one of my favorite things to drink. And I always get really frustrated when places are like, oh, yeah, and we have this coffee over here, and it's terrible. Um, so I decided when I first got here to make that a thing. And we still do it, and uh, it's something I'm really proud of, that, like, you can come here and get a really fantastic cup of regular drip coffee and it's going to be single origin and if sometimes they're organic sometimes they're not but you're going to be able to like taste it and be able to like detect notes of different fruits and things like that in there because and we offer tasting notes and that's just the thing that I'm super proud of that we offer um, and that it's just batch brew which is oftentimes overlooked or glossed over so last question yeah uh, you guys do a really good seasonal menu all the time. Yeah. Your specialty drinks. Yeah. Can you give us a little peek at fall? Is fall here? When does fall come out? Fall's not here yet. Fall will probably, well, I mean, 
with the smoke, it feels like fall sometimes. But I think it feels like the end of the world. It today. does kind of feel a little, um, a little like uh, Armageddon-ish. Yes, almost a bit. Um, so maybe we'll do a full menu for fall that will just be all about like really post-apocalyptic things. Maybe that's maybe we'll make all all names based on post-apocalyptic literature, and we'll try to create drinks based around that. Perfect. That's what I think I want to do now. Perfect. Now you've, you've inspired me. Make sure you put some pumpkin spice in there somewhere. Oh, pumpkin spice will always be in there because um, it can't it can't not be. You have to do it because people will lose their minds. But I will say that every year we've changed our pumpkin spice. Every year we do something different, and every year it's getting better. I'm really excited for what we're going to do this year because I think I got a really cool idea. Can you give us a, a street date for that? Um, what is today's date? It's not even September yet. No, I'm going to say, I'm going to say end of September, three weeks away. Let's say four weeks away. All right, there you go. Well, Brad, thank you so much for sitting out here in the uh, Key Bank atrium and talking with me. <laughs> the atrium, that's awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Anytime, man. Happy to do it. Time for Everett Trivia. We take dun, dun, dun. three trivia questions graciously researched by the team at the Northwest Room in the Everett Public Library and see if Tyler and Garrett can guess them correctly. Let's dig in. Two men enter the Trivia Dome. This well, is my favorite part. Yeah, this is my favorite part, too. Hopefully I can uh, win again this week. Yeah, keep your winning streak alive. All right, here we go. Question one. The city of Everett was named for A. Everett Wetmore. B, Everett Rockefeller, C, Everett Colby, or D, Everett Hewitt? C, Everett Colby. C, Everett Colby. Both of you got that one correct. Nice. Yes. I didn't even know that. We should really do this. Like, I was kind of torn there, but Garrett was so confident that I was just like, oh, yeah, I think he's right. It's Everett Colby. We should have to write him down. It wouldn't make a very good, mm. uh, this is an audio thing and not a video thing, but... Um, Anyway, this is not helpful to anyone. All right, what's number two? All right, what is what was the name of the elephant that lived at the Forest Park Zoo in the 1950s? A. Topsy. B. Francis. C. Colby. Or D. Rosie. Rosie. Gosh, I was kind of leaning Rosie too, but I'm gonna go with. Was the second one Francis? Francis. I'm gonna go with Francis. Tyler got it. Yes. Should have went with my first gut. Should have went with your first gut. All right. Here's the, here's the final (laughs) one. (laughs) Um, yeah, I guess this would be, I don't know what this would be. If, if you get this one, Garrett, we'll go to bonus time, I guess. Um, what used to be in the Funko building, a, a movie theater, B, a department store, C, a college or D, all of the above. D, all of the above. D, all of the above. All right, there we go. That is correct. Booyah. You got it correct. Well, I guess Tyler wins again. Cha-ching. I, I knew about the um, the college. And, and the department store. And the department store. There was, was it movie theater? Is that yeah, what you said? I didn't know about that one either. I didn't know about that either, but I used deductive reasoning. Um, yeah. And inductive reasoning. Good simultaneously work, To win. And I think the Rosie the Elephant was named after Rosie the Riveter Elephant. Um, you know, the you mean Rosie the Riveter, the human, <laughs> no, the elephant named Rosie the Riveter that was, um, put in rivets with its, uh, trunk 
Like it could grab a. They trained it during World War II to. Are rivet. you serious? Totally. Look it up. Really? Yep. So it was, there was Rosie the Riveter, the, the the human being, and then there was Rosie the Riveter, the elephant. Yep. It totally put in uh, rivets with its trunk. They trained elephants to make airplanes during wartime. <laughs> <laughs> Don't screw with me, Chisholm. It's too early in the morning. Well, Tyler's obviously a trivia master, so he must know what he's talking about. I'm cutting all of this out. No, people like this. This is good. Well, Tyler, good work. You're you are a trivia master. Thank you, you very beat much. Me once again. Well, thank you so much to our amazing supporters on Patreon, especially to, to these five amazing patrons who signed up at the uh, $5 per month level or higher. Kathy Coffey, Amy Drool, Oscar Cabrera, Jackie and Tim Knopf, and Christina Strand. And uh, sorry if I butchered any of the pronunciations of your names there, but thank you guys so much. Uh, we can't thank you enough. Our patrons help us keep Living Everett going. And uh, Patreon is a way that you can help support us uh, by contributing a uh, dollar or more per month. You can learn more at patreon.com slash live in Everett. And Patreon is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patron.com. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out on the Live in Everett podcast. Uh, we would like to hear from you. Send us feedback, podcast at liveineverett.com or leave us a voicemail at 425-341-3731 and we might play you on the show. Uh, if you're listening on iTunes, take a minute to rate and subscribe. It helps us a ton. And thanks to Oliver Alfarmi for our theme music and to our producer, Henry J., which, by the way, you can catch Henry's radio show, The Stereo Wire, right here on liveineverett.com every single Friday. Good things happen in Everett because of you, so thanks so much for listening and being a part of this wonderful city. Have a great week, everyone. This is why we're Everett till the grave.